you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you browse homeowner reviews, compare quotes from multiple local pros, and even book a service instantly. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. People of Earth, it's the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 226. And it's Chris Hardwick. It was me doing that crazy voice. Yeah, I just drift in and out of it. I'm annoying sometimes. I would like to tell you that we are going to be performing the Nerdist Podcast live at San Diego Comic-Con on Friday, July 13th at the Balboa Theater. Tickets are at Nerdist.com slash calendar. And then also we have our Nerdist channel panel. Actually, it's going to be a pretty, pretty great day in the Indigo Ballroom on Saturday at 10 a.m. You have your Attack of the Show panel. 11 a.m. the Geek and Sundry panel with our good pal Felicia Day. And at noon, the Nerdist channel panel. On the panel will be myself, Alex Albrecht, Allison Hayslip, Gary Delabate, uh, Baba Bowie is going to be doing uh, a crazy show for us, and Neil deGrasse Tyson of Star Talk will be on the panel. Uh, we're going to show you a bunch of clips of stuff you haven't seen yet coming up on the Nerdist channel. You're going to get a chance to talk to these guys. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, come on! We got a badass over here. Details will be coming soon at Nerdist.com for other Nerdist-related activities at Comic-Con. I know there's a couple. I'm doing a couple signings there. It's going to be fun. Comic-Con's going to be amazing. Moderating a bunch of panels. I'll give you all that information as soon as I have all the all the solid times. I'd like to thank Bing for being a returning sponsor to the Nerdist podcast. If you are heading down to SDCC, as we call it, who like to abbreviate things, it just took me longer to say that than just San Diego Comic-Con. And then my guess is that as a human being, you're going to need food to sustain your bodily functions, but where to eat? Well, if you go to Bing and you type in, let's say, uh, San Diego Japanese restaurants, and then you click search, you're going to get amazing results because Bing has gone social. It's going to show you what all your Facebook friends like. Other people who've been to Comic-Con will be able to tell you what restaurants they at. Maybe wait times, what's good, what's good to grab really quickly. If you're in cosplay and you need to figure out what food to smash into your mask that you're wearing... Although I don't recommend that you wear anything too heavy to Comic-Con, because uh, it's hot down there in San Diego. Well, I say this is the rest of the country's having a heat wave. Never mind. Load yourself up on cosplay. Uh, but Bing will give you all the results, tell your friend, tell you exactly what your friends liked. It just kind of makes it easier. Social pulls in Facebook. It'll pull in Twitter. Uh, and then you can easily post comments and reviews for your friends on Facebook from the search results all in one place. So check it out while you're down there. Uh, use Bing.com for your search results, and thank you again to Bing for supporting the Nerdist Podcast. One more huge, huge, huge thing going on at San Diego Comic-Con this year is The Walking Dead Escape. This is an amazing thing that The Walking Dead is doing. They're taking Petco Park, uh, which is a baseball stadium, I'm told. 
Now I know what it is. Uh, and they're turning it into essentially a zombie apocalypse. So you can be a survivor, a walker, or a spectator, but you go in and it's essentially an obstacle course. You go in in groups and then there's a zombie outbreak and then you have to see if you can get to the other side of the field. So uh, I highly recommend that you check this out. Details are at thewalkingdeadescape.com. And uh, I'll give away a couple tickets, by the way. So... The first couple people who tweet at me at Nerdist with the hashtag FaceMeet. I don't know why, I'm just making it up. I'll give you tickets to uh, to The Walking Dead Escape at Petco Park. And then also, if you want to use Nerdist7 uh, as the code for when you go to thewalkingdeadescape.com to get tickets, anyone who's listening to this will get a $7 discount. Uh, there you go. So you get a discount The Walking Dead Escape. I'll definitely be doing it. I think we're going to shoot some stuff there from the Nerdist channel. It's going to be freaking crazy. So this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, uh, I wanted to bring Billy West back. I also love John DiMaggio, who's an amazing voiceover actor who, among other things, does the voice of Bender on Futurama. Uh, he's in Thrilling Adventure Hour. I worked on Bar- Barnyard with him for years. They're... I just wanted to get these two guys together because, especially after the Rob Paulson, Maurice LaMarche episode, it, when you put voice actors together, magical things happen when you're working in an audio medium. So it was a thrill to get these guys back. Uh, well, actually, uh, to get Billy back and then also to get uh, John on for the first time. So here it is, Nurse Podcast episode number 226, Billy West and John DiMaggio. Amazing. Now entering... Nerdist.com Hey Fred, hey Fred! Bonnie's not gonna... Can't do it again. Right. That was it? Hey, Fred. Hey, Fred. Wilma's not going to like it. <laughs> hey, Fred. Watch me trick Fred. Let's, uh, Watch me trick Fred out of his fruity pebbles. He's always got to trick Fred. Yeah. I'm tired of being tricked by that little weasel. Because Fred's such a dick. That you just can't ask him to do stuff like a normal person. You like, have to like share his breakfast with you and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, and no. Flamp, flamp. Fred, you get your own prehistoric breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> I think it's pretty. It's pretty cushy the life that they lead. Yeah, Mister Slate. Oh, what a dick that guy was. That, 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 that was a lot trying of... to run the quarry, and he got guys that were, like, on edge trying to run out the door as soon as the whistle blew. Most of the characters on the Flintstones, most of the male characters were dicks. Fred was kind of a dick. Mr. Slate was a dick. That loudmouth Joe Rockhead was a dick. Joe Rockhead? <laughs> Joe Rockhead. Was kind of a dick. Do you remember dick? a guy named Loud Rock? Mr. Loudrock, yes. who moved in next door. Oh, yeah. my God. That was Henry Corden, who wound up doing the voice of Fred Flintstone. Oh, really? Yeah, after Alan Reed died. Oh, my God. Oh, that was the that was the change. Yeah, and then Henry Corden died, and I can just imagine up in heaven, it's like, Hello there, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for you. <laughs> 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 and, then, uh, and then a slide straight into hell. The two of them fighting. I think 
I think I think a battle of of the Fred Flintstones uh, for the eternal. But doesn't it make you think that there might be like all different kinds of heavens? There's doggy heaven. Sure. Doggy heaven, right? For Lassie and doggy Benji heaven. and mm, mm, mm. Spuds. But then one Spuds. Spuds. Then nine of the Air Buds. Yes, exactly. God, that's that's and both just, both Eddies. You know what Frazier. that doggy both heaven? Eddies. Doggy heaven smells like shit. It really does. It's, no, 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 no. Smells like smells like piss and shit. No, because when they shit on the clouds, it automatically oh, it goes poof. Yeah, it turns it, into toys. Yeah, for the dogs. Dog toys. Yeah. My best dog impression was just like you get a ring of keys and you uh, you just whine. You know how dogs have that like whistle whine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That... Yeah. Can you hear that? Come on now, go, boy. My Come on. Just protected. <laughs> <laughs> I always oh, did the. I got a cup on. I always did the. Uh, my g- growing up as a kid, there was uh, there was two chihuahuas next door, so I always had the. That is fucking good. You're yeah, better than a soundboard. It's the triple, though, that gets you. Because that 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 triple, right? That three, one, man. The third one. I guess you didn't yeah, hear me. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> the third one is how many fucking times do I have to bark this? How yeah. many times? Elbow time. These dogs are champions. Come on over here and lick the peanut butter from my inner thigh. You know when you're smearing peanut butter on your balls for your chihuahua, Jif peanut butter is about as good as it can get. It's packed with minerals. Dogs love it. Dogs. Come here, boy. Uh, who, who was the famous dog uh, when Clinton... Lick the shaft, paw the balls. <laughs> is, is, that, is that Sylvester Stallone's dog? I don't... Yeah. yeah. Who was the... Uh, uh, what? Clinton's dog? Yeah, or Clinton's Clinton balls. had a famous... Dog. I thought they had Socks the Cat. They did, but they also had Buddy the Dog. Oh, Buddy the Dog. <laughs> you know, and every night, you know, he'd probably get thrown out of that bedroom for philandering, and he'd wind upstairs <laughs> in the kitchen, and his only friend in the world is Buddy the Dog. <laughs> He's just like, come here, boy. Uh, he, he won't even come near me. Wait a minute, I know what to do. Get some dog, dog, dog food and smears it on his pajama bottoms. I like that Clinton was wearing pajamas. Yeah, and he didn't even want to. I don't even really want you to lick my balls. I just want you to lick the area near. I just, I just want you to think about it and bark. <laughs> Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Socks, what are you doing here? What? I just pulled your tail. Oh, that wasn't your tail. Oh. Hey, you know why you always sounded like that, Clinton? Why? His throat was filled with pubic hair. Hey, yeah. Wait a minute. A knuckle. That was a lady in the room. That was in the time before waxing, so that would that would actually make sense. I I I, lo- I wanted to get you guys on together because it's now, Billy, <laughs> we wanted I, to do the least amount of talking possible. <laughs> we wanted to be able to just let you guys run the show. Billy, I've 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 worked with before. Uh, John, I've worked with a ton. Yeah, and yeah, and, and we, we did we did uh, back at the barnyard together. Yeah, we did a bunch of barnyards yes, together. We did. What we did is that? That's sheesh. What two thousand nine? Yeah, 10? yeah, around around two thousand seven or seven, so to six or seven yeah, to yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. two or three years. Two or three years. And then thrilling adventure hour. We've done exactly. a million a million of those exactly. before. And uh, 
uh, and Billy's been on the podcast before, but John, you, I just, I just, I'm new to the podcast. You're new. You're new to this podcast. I'm very excited. I wanted to get you guys on together. I, I feel like a lot of our time at Thrilling Adventure is me just begging you to do David Lee Roth impersonations. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I need a little bit more of the headphones, man. You know what? I just saw them, and I was so disappointed. No, what? I Gee. broke my fucking heart, man. Why? It oh. was, you know, oh. David. David just doesn't. And it sucks, too, because the last time I saw them, David was awesome. I saw David with a Van Halen cover band at Bumbershoot like eight years ago. <laughs> really? Yeah, and he was in full, like, day-glow spandex and had the hair, and, yeah, and the band sounded awesome, and he sounded great with them, but that was a while no, ago. No, this, this time around, it was really... He looked like an old rabbi or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> you know what, dude? He was doing, like, he was doing, like, fucking marching band moves. Did they and adjust the... It was... Whoa. I might as well hop! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and hop! I mean, it was really just, you know, <laughs> hey, all right. I mean, he was talking about the old times, and it was just like, oh, dude, man. Eddie he was bitter. Feel, he was bitter. And he could and, feel the oxygen leaving the room. Yeah, and Wolf, no, it was rough, man. He was, he, was, he was fucking up the phrasing. He wasn't getting it right. And they got a good review in the, in the uh, L.A. Times, and I was like, who, the, who, was watching, who was watching the show? I left. No. I left, wow. I left after I'll wait. I left after all wait, and okay. I was so bumped out. They were going, they went into hot for teacher. I was like, I'm not, ha I'm not, no, really, not even gonna do it. Did the band leave? sounded great. Yeah, left the Staples Center. I couldn't, I couldn't take it because he was stinking it up. He was screwing up every song. It was like, wow, this is unbelievable. You should have uh, right on now. Stage. We have uh, Alex Van Halen on uh, line one. <laughs> we're getting funny in the back of my car. <laughs> Forget <laughs> it. Who is this, John? Take it just yeah. a little too far. I know you're making fun of the band yes. and everything, but <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, we're oh. old, okay. Uh. No man, and was... don't get old. That's my advice to you because, you don't, you because don't it ain't it ain't for pussies. Yeah, you know what? What was the bummer though? Like Wolfgang, Wolfgang is great. Is he really? He's awesome. Is he better than that kid, Michael Anthony? You know what? He's as good, if not better. He really? is. He is as good, if not better. He's unbelievable. But man, he was looking at Dave like, "You are ruining my father's legacy." Uh. <laughs> Will you please? Get the just hit the just hit the notes. Just get it right. Could he not hit? Did he not have the range? No, he or did, he, just he lost. He lost the range, and it was just like okay. It was like one of those situations where you couldn't you couldn't change the change the key because it would ruin it. Right. You know to bring it down a little bit. Right. You know, pitch it down just to, you know so you could hit. It doesn't the notes. rock as hard if you no, pitch it down. No, no, doesn't. And it was just oh man. They need guitar. to get they need to get somebody that can sing like Dave that can that will just sing the sing the songs. Straight away, it cut you know, cut all the bullshit, all the all the talking out, like all the stuff to you. How about you? You know, a little bit. You could go shit. audition. I'll go audition. Yeah, diamond, I'll do it. diamond, John Demand. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta hit the gym. <laughs> I ain't doing no swinging around or anything like that. I tell you that much. They got me on a got me on a big trapeze out there. They're gonna they're gonna have some problems. <laughs> How was the Van Halen show? There was a lot of sitting. Yeah, there was a lot more sitting than I would have expected. I didn't, I didn't know they could rock on stools. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there on David a stool. David Roth will be doing comedy in Vegas. You know, he he needs a comedy show. He needs to do some kind of big vaudeville type of show in With Vegas. With all kinds of jokes. And let it, yeah, let him do that shit, and let him have Wait. let him have a director that will, yeah, write this down. You should just I, do Louis no, Prima's whole act. The whole, all yeah, right. Louis Prima. Oh yeah, Sam Butera. 
No, I was just writing just, down a joke that I was going to write for I don't know, for I, me out, though. I think <laughs> you're already writing his act. Yeah, yeah, wait. John Edwards walks into a bar. Oh. And the bartender says, hey, we got a drink named after you. And he goes, you have a drink called Lucky Fucking Weasel? <laughs> <laughs> well, so you got to try it out. you got to try it out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gutter ball, gutter, gutter ball. ball. That was <laughs> no, but then, but then David Lee Roth could just do that joke and then go, "Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah." That's the way out. A little, little bit more of the headphones, man. I live my life like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know, it's like, dude, hit the note. He should tell he should tell the weasel joke and then just and then basically be his own soundboard and then I love the simple li- <laughs> Forget it. I don't even it bummed me out. It was totally a bummer. Yeah, he'd be like pulling his tie. He'd probably start wearing a tie like I mean, Rodney and I like, don't get no respect, no respect <laughs> at all. <laughs> he just I mean he was doing marching band moves. He was like, uh, uh, uh. he's like, dude, are you a fucking? Are you David Lee Roth or are you a drum major, dude? What the fuck, man? He's like walking with the devil. I think. I think maybe. Can someone get me a seltzer? <laughs> um, no, it was rough. When did you guys first work together? You must have worked together a no, shit ton. No, on Futurama. No. It wasn't until Futurama? It wasn't until Futurama. Yeah. That was the first time we worked together, and we, yeah. Were you new? Had you done anything? I was, listen, I was just I mean, a couple years. I mean, had you years. done any animation? I, I had, but it wasn't on the scale of of Futurama. It wasn't like, it, and I hadn't, I've only, I'd only done guest star stuff, guest work on, on stuff. I hadn't had a... Uh, a series yet. I wasn't a series you regular were on a, yet. a special. Uh, what was it? A made for TV movie about the. Were you Steve Wozniak? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I was um, uh, a Balmer, Steve Balmer. Oh, you were in Pirates oh. of Silicon Valley. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, I mean, and you I were great. I had been doing, thank you. I had been doing more. Before I got Futurama, I had been doing more on camera stuff. And then I just started doing more studio stuff but and when, with, you know my you know voice stuff came along where they took us to a press conference you know where the press is going to go yeah. so why the future you know and ask these dumb arcane questions so um we were in a limousine they sent a car for us and we were like yeah you know and That's i wanted to cool. sit up front because i get really uncomfortable with someone working for me you know? <laughs> right in any capacity i'm like yeah i'm gonna go sit up front <laughs> so me and john are in the back and and we're in this cul-de-sac world all the big this. stuff is going on and i said to him hey you know what you're gonna be a big deal he goes yeah i go yeah you were gonna you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna get so much work out of this and i said also another piece of advice from somebody who's uh, in the future is uh <laughs> you know i i said um you know just take it all in and it's gonna go by in like- a like, like that. that, I said the whole thing will be a blur. <clears throat> so make sure you try to suck in every single moment of this because I remember Ren and Stimpy, you know, in Times Square and you see the shirts everywhere. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy. I saw graffiti, Ren and Stimpy. You know, cut to what? 14, 15, Thir- 16 yeah, years four, 13, later. Well, 13, 13 years later, 99. Yeah, it's like Ren and. Who? <laughs> oh, no, but I still feel like enough people from our generation still. No, people know who Ren and Stimpy are, dude. People know. No, that's Are they that's on TV or something. 
Yeah, I think they do. Well, it's definitely on Netflix. I'm. Yeah. No, people know. Dude, people know. I didn't about do Ren the second Stimpy. one. I did the first, the original one. I you did the original one in the in the original Spumco, Ren and Stimpy's. Yeah, and I and, games. and then you took over. No, and then um, when Bob Camp took over with games. Yes. Then you did both voices. Yes. Well, I originally auditioned for both voices, and um, you know, John K coached me on. You know what he was looking for, and listen to the tapes of Peter Laurie and all these other guys. <sighs> and we did an audition for the Nickelodeon people at at Nick right in Times Square. You yeah, know, yeah. MTV 50, building. Fifteen, fifteen, yeah. sure. Fifteen, fifteen. I remember that. Boy, you remember that? We I remember, remember that. that well. We, <laughs> we, we cut uh, our teeth at that place. We, we were in a broom closet. I was in a broom closet with a mop, like you, like you, like a comedy bit with a mic on top of it and a tape player and i'm reading both parts and he went in to meet with the women at nickelodeon he came out and he said congratulations what you just did sold the show and i said wow so then he decided he was going to do the voice i didn't know that that was what a prick no but i mean when i I got it back it was like i get i get this rap like you know you job thief (laughs) You rat, you yellow rat bastard. You know, it's like... Why, you yellow rat bastard? You fuck your own mother for a nickel, you fucking bum. Yeah, can I speak to Stu, please? You want to speak to a guy named Stu? Yeah, Stu. Stupid! Why, you lousy motherfucker! Come on down to the bar! Come on down to the bar, you motherfucker! You motherfucker! I'll cut that, put the ZZs! I'll put the ZZs on both zigs of your life! Hey, right, you better better get down to the bar, the bar's on fire! Why, you lousy motherfucker! I'll fucking kill you, you son of a bitch! You fucker! You fucker! Ah, come on down. Come on down. Come on down to the bar. You ever heard those two yes. bar tapes? You remember yeah. the two bar tapes? Yes. God, two, two people as equally as nuts. Uh, Think of the guy I'd like that's to making the calls. Can I speak to a calls. guy named uh, Peppy? You want to speak to a man named, named Peppy? Yes, his name is uh, Peppy Roni. Peppy Roni. Pepperoni! <laughs> Pepperoni here! <laughs> Pepperoni! <laughs> Nobody here by that kind of a name. Uh, okay, thank you. Fucking <laughs> <Like a> genius. <laughs> genius! Genius! This little dweeb in New Jersey. I love it. Do you know that people have spectrum analyzed those? Why those you motherfucker? And and there's somebody. Yeah, Red. Listen, we we went down the cemetery over the weekend. <laughs> we dug up your mother and we fucked a skeleton. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Watch you come on down to the bar and say yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. yellow motherfucker. <laughs> you fuck your own mother for a nickel, you son of a bitch. Remember the time? Remember the time Red was waiting? He figured. Every oh yeah. Time he picked up the phone. So I know. So I know who goes, you are. Oh. He goes. Yeah, listen. I speak to Red. Why you? And he goes. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I mean, all I did was ask you for a fucking name, and you, you know. And he was like, Well, I, uh, why you? <laughs> <laughs> he started to become. He started to become reasonable. Oh my god! <laughs> you prick you! You <laughs> prick you! You mother! Why you lousy mother? <laughs> Just so genius! Oh my god! Uh, I love that shit. I who, love it. Who cares that this show is going nowhere? I'm having fun. <laughs> no, no, this is a, this is exactly. Listen, there's this show has no direction. We just fuck around for an hour. Listen, I could listen to you guys. Just, if I, if I, if you know, if I could hear, if I could hear, uh, just like Stimpy or Zoidberg and fucking Bender, and <laughs> just like just interacting with each other, it's a win for me. Zoidberg, it's- Zoidberg, Zoidberg. Expl- <laughs> All right, now 
Now, let me ask you, Billy. Go eat garbage. It's free. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> to explain, explain to the listeners the, be the beautiful way that you came up with Zoidberg's voice. Well, I, was, um, I loved old movies. I was watching them on TV when they were practically new. <laughs> no, 40s, 1940s movies were 10 years old. <laughs> When I was watching movies, <laughs> I just hope I go quietly in my sleep. <laughs> See Allie over there. Allie, don't worry. I can I can still fog up a few windshields. Uh, hey, you know what? The guy that did the movie trailer voices. Yeah. Who was he? Uh, what, Don, La, Don LaFontaine. Don LaFontaine. The voice of God. Yeah. In a world. You know, that was the guy. Um, he was talking about dating younger women because oh, really? I go to Europe and I have some fun with some women I know. They're rather young. But but uh, Don LaFontaine said, don't worry, the girl will tell you if you're too young. You know, too old, rather. She said, oh, that's the girl will tell you if you're too old. Don LaFontaine. Let her decide. Let her decide. <laughs> Let you her sound decide. like you get these pipes from hell, man. Man. You ever hear him do Aquaman? No. Outrageous! Oh yes, yeah. I mean I've heard. Of course, Captain Laserbeam. Mm -hmm. Captain Laserbeam. That's such a yeah, good. It's Captain Laserbeam. That's such a great. Oh, voice. Captain Laser. I love that. Captain Laserbeam. <laughs> yeah, Hal Lublin. <laughs> Hal Lublin, the, the unsung hero of uh, of the uh, of the um, the thrilling adventure. The thrilling hour. adventure hour. So what? How did you come up with Zoidberg yes. from the old movies? Oh, oh well, the old movies was um, there used to be a vaudevillian. Vaudeville, for people who don't know, came out like after the silent movies. And it was probably around the same time, maybe even a little before, where people would do live shows all day into the night. So if you were just farting around, you could pop into a theater and catch a few comedy acts and a dance troupe. And forget about how there was a horrible depression, uh, depression, and, depression yeah. in world war, and world war starting. So the Yiddishisms always killed me. You know, they, they got me. The, the manner of speaking and everything, like I was in a Feline's basement bargain store in Boston, and I, I see this beautiful girl, and I walked right into a, po a support team, you know, because it was a <laughs> cellar. It was the cellar, but it was converted. Into and I'm just holding it and feeling like an imbecile. I was afraid to move. I thought maybe my head is going to, pieces are going to start falling out of it. So this woman walks by, and she goes, with it, you're going steady. <laughs> with it and I, and I love that kind of stuff I have a real love of, uh, love you can't tell love of language but um, but sh that's the kind of stuff and George um, Georgie Jessel. Jessel would come up on stage and Georgie go, Jessel Jesus Christ yeah hello ladies and germs you know just the old Boris yeah. belt stuff and he would do an act where he's talking to his mother on the phone <laughs> from the road and he goes hello mama yes it's your son George from the money each week you know, and, and, and nobody, hardly anybody knows what that means. They're like, is this supposed to be funny? But the Yiddishism is like, you know, me from, I, you know, I give you, I'm the guy that sends Gives you money, money every, every week. Yeah. But they would say, what do you want from my arm? <laughs> but but there, there's another actor. Oh, Lou Jacoby. <clears throat> Lou Jacoby, famous actor. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, Lou Jacoby. Of course, Lou Jacoby. I know, I know who he is. Lou Jacoby. Did, did you ever watch... Um, the Alpine Lace commercials were the deli for Swiss owner. cheese. Uh, Alpine Lace Swiss cheese, because I care about your cholesterol. <laughs> I care about you and you and you, you know. And so the and two you. of them and you. He pointed the camera. Oh. He was the guy, and everything he wanted to know about sex, he was out on the roof with his wife's nightie. <laughs> <and> <laughs> 
And he had like I love that. Oh god. And he was like looking in the mirror yeah. himself. Ooh, ooh. Do you always um uh I mean I've probably done uh, a fraction of the I mean I've been on a couple series but a fraction of the character work that you guys have done but I always find I I always just kind of zero in on someone like that and then go well that's going to be the basis for the character rather than is it is that is it pretty is that is that what you guys Well he always had that he had that cool meat hanging off his mouth so <laughs> you know it's like the Charles Fleischer school the Mel Blanc school is give someone an impediment and it's supposed to be funny Yeah, yeah. That's so I mean true. I figured how could he talk through these giant you know fish fingers <clears throat> and and uh you know and then it would be like all right your music is bad and you should feel bad <laughs> That's you know what though you you bring up an interesting point about about the starting point where you start a voice and it's and it's whether it's an original voice or an impression there's always a little thing that that's that's the jumping off point because like Stimpy was Larry Fine right yeah but up <clears throat> overamped because yeah. you can't have a depressed old Jewish guy be a cartoon <laughs> star yeah hey Mo I pissed on my shoe <laughs> how old are you I don't know how many times I've heard that it's still fucking funny how old are you <laughs> hey, what, what happened hey what happened to the paste like dishes <laughs> <laughs> Mo my medication hey Mo I heard you having trouble with Helen in the bedroom <laughs> why you idiot who told you that <laughs> They just Come talk, here, yo. I just want to hear them talk about real feelings. You know, I, I, I was supposed to get with this woman after my wife died, <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> my uh, stunger forgot to get erect, and I went to the doctor, and he said you have Alzheimer's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey! Oh yeah! Oh, there it is. God. Come on! Diamond Day. Yeah. Who do you, who do you, who was who was Bender? Was Bender it? Bender. This is um, the three things. The three um, Bender was uh, part um, my buddy uh, Ralph Colombino, who is back in New Jersey. He's a theater teacher now. He's a good guy. Um, he runs a really good school for young people trying to be actors and stuff. I just plug his stuff. Yeah, all right. Ralph Colombino. He used to do Charlie the Sausage Guy. When we were in college, we were, you know, partying, hanging out. And he said, try sausages, to fun to have, fun to have. They had all kinds of sausages. You have sweet sausages, hot sausages, uh, uh, cold sausages. You can have cold sausages, keep surfs and surf cold, hot. You can have Italian sausages, Italian <laughs> sweet sausages, dry sausages. You can have spicy sausages. It doesn't matter what, you kind of, what kind of casing you have. You can make it snap, you can make it pop. You, can, you know, so <laughs> he would do this whole thing, and we would sit there and just riff off each other. And it was part that. It was part drunk at the bar, you know, just... You don't even know who you're talking about. I don't want to deal with you people anymore. I got it. Uh, 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 you know, and then and then Slim Pickens. <laughs> and Slim Pickens from, uh, like, Blazing Saddles yeah. or, you know. What in the hell in the wide, wide world of sports is it going on? Yeah. I told you boys to come out here and lay some rail, you know. So Bender was a form, like, was, like, it was, it was a chemical was mixture a, yeah, of three. Just mix them up. It was an amalgam. Mix them up, and that's that's where you go. And um, and it's you know it's funny because if you listen to the first season and you listen to now, I mean it's totally evolved. I mean you listen, you, you know, just like you know, like 
like uh, Dan Castellaneta. Well, yeah, uh, Homer. Let's Homer's, go get Frosty chocolate milk. Yeah, like yeah. a totally different voice. It's totally. Yeah. It's it's that's grown up, happens. and that's what happens. But you know what it is? We we become the voices become what they always wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. And it takes sometimes five years, and you're still a work in progress. And you go, how can I make this better? You know. And, mm-hmm. It's it just happens that way. You but, fall into something that's perfectly normal and just the exact right thing to do for that voice. But it's interesting because the, the point I want to get back to is like getting that jump off point, like mm. where you go, where you start, like you know, <clears throat> whether it be an original voice or an impression, like an impression, like Tracy Morgan. Yeah, like you do, like I got to do Tracy Morgan. But the yeah. the jump off is when when you do Tracy Morgan, you got to pout. <laughs> You got to pout your face. You got to be pouting when you do it. Because you can't do it without doing a pout. That's for real, though. John DiMaggio is my cousin. That's I'm telling you right there. I be making that money pull up in front of the comedy cellar with my yellow Lamborghini. I want to see you and Kevin Michael Richardson do dueling Tracy Morgan. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's funny because I I do a better Tracy Morgan than he does, but he does a better James Gandolfini than I do. Oh, he does? Which is really hilarious. Which he got from me. Which he did get, yeah? Did he get oh, it from you? shit. He did. Yeah, where you going with that fucking eye makeup, Meadow? <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm going to put you on a garbage scow and tow you out there. Waste disposal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, no, no, he's always sounding like he's ready to cry. This is the last fucking Sunday dinner I ever had at this house. <laughs> I think there's also... But the fuck is my smoke turkey? There's also an element where they put tiny marbles just behind his mm-hmm. teeth in the back so he can yeah. get a little... Uncle Thank June, don't have a fucking heart attack now. <laughs> yeah, pull him out of the fucking tub. <laughs> What, Calm. What, what, what would happen if uh, if James Gandolfini met uh, uh, Tracy Morgan uh, just walking down the street? I'm telling you, I'd be real scared of that motherfucker. I don't believe in shit. Tracy Morgan's bar. Oh, my God. Yeah, hi. Hello? Yeah, can I speak to, uh, can I speak to Bill? Yeah, you want to talk to a guy named Bill? Yeah, Bill, Bill Lonnie? Bill Lonnie? Yeah, yeah. Baloney! <laughs> Baloney here! And Baloney here! I'm trying to find a motherfucker named Baloney! Baloney! Oh, shit. Nah, that motherfucker ain't here. This, this ain't working. He ain't falling for it. He ain't falling. I'm telling you. That's for real, though. I know Baloney. That's my cousin right there. He's from, he from Queens. What happened to Red? <laughs> Red don't work here no more. <laughs> Fuck that motherfucker. He, he had a heart attack. Did he, did he ever talk about me? Huh? I'm the guy that. Who this? I'm, I'm, Why are you lousy motherfucker? I'm cook, I, I you fuck your own motherfucker, nigga. Yeah. I know you. I know you. Yeah, you want yeah. to come on down to the bar. Yeah, I, cut, I put the ZZs in oh, your yeah. face. Ah. I put the ZZs in your face for your life. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you motherfucker. You big fairy. Have you have you have you used uh, have you used uh, Tracy Morgan? In I actually I actually yeah. used we we did uh, um, penguins in Madagascar <laughs> of all things. There's a there's a there's this alien there's this alien this big huge alien that comes to <laughs> comes to Earth, and I was like I got because I would always do in between takes you just you know screw around and do and do Tracy Morgan, and um <laughs> and so basically they, I was like I pitched that I was like I want to do Tracy Morgan for the voice of the alien, 
because it's just it's it's gibberish. Flooba globble, gleeble, glooble, globble. Flabba glooble. Slibba labba, gloobble, flooba looba. And what they did was they took that and then they reversed it. They put it in reverse. So it's like this weird backwards Tracy Morgan alien. But there's a seed of... That's so... I I love hearing that because I didn't... The the very first voiceover job I ever got was called The X's. It was just a very short-lived Nickelodeon show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the voice that I did, I auditioned for the show, and then I, I was like, oh, I didn't feel like I did a good job. So I got this idea in my head, like, oh, I want to try to do Wallace Shawn. Yeah. And, so, uh, and so I go back in, and, and then I do this crazy voice like this. Yeah. But it didn't sound exactly like no, Wallace no, Shawn, you know but it was so, enough of the... You know what's so great about that is that... A bad impression of somebody it's is, a good is, voice. A, is a voice it's no a good one's voice. ever heard yeah, exactly. before. But the downside was that because he was so loud all the time, then when I actually got the job, I had I basically was screaming for every session. Yeah. And that's when I learned, like, Welcome maybe, to the club. Yeah, don't but, always uh, yeah, go don't with always the loudest go. voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's rough. I actually am I'm dealing with that right now on a show. And how, do, how do you keep your how do you guys keep your throats from getting I don't think about it. I, I try not to think about it and when I feel it, uh, I gargle with warm salt water and razor blades and razor blades and concrete. <laughs> no, warm salt crow. water. Um, an old crow old crow. <laughs> gargle with old crow. No, gargle with warm salt water. <laughs> um gargle with a little um like worms, ooh, ooh. Uh, oh yeah. Gargle, gargle with epicat. Gargle with warm salt water three times a day. A little bit of hard, uh, hydrogen peroxide. Gargle with um, hot water. Uh, uh, hot water with lemon and uh, lemon and honey and throat coat. What a sissy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I, you know, no, but this, but this is do those but this things. is when I was, you know, and I was smoking too. I was smoking c- c- cigarettes. And but shit. you're not smoking anymore, do you? No, I quit. I had to. I never did that. I did everything else. Yeah. <laughs> I was seriously. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't shoot heroin or anything, but I was. You drink it. Drinking and, uh, well, being Irish Catholic, drinking is uh, like an alcoholic experience. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Why do we, uh... This, this smells like weed! What? Weed! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't bogart that ball! Don't bogart that ball! Oh, Welcome to hell. college! <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna All cram. Right. Oh, I'm gosh. gonna cram tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime Martling comes out, I'm just gonna cram. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> 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 oh, we need a smoky cotton. Oxy cotton. Oh, no, Billy. Our finest. Our finest. Our finest. <sighs> Our finest hillbilly scientists have been working round the clock to invent hillbilly heroin. (laughs) Hillbilly heroin. And fried, uh, what do they got now? Fried chewing gum? (laughs) Fried everything. They're trying to fry. Fried fried chewing gum. Yeah. Deep fried. We'd like you to try fried vitamins. Well, I just, first it was Coca Cola. Oh my God! And then it was my own snot. But then I just won't keep chewing. (laughs) How am I gonna keep chewing if I don't? Deep fry my, my gum. We have Flintstones, kids. Ten yeah. million strong and growing. <laughs> did you stop? Did you stop everything? Have you? Did you stop everything? Oh no, no. Hey man, we got weed that's legal here in California, so I didn't stop everything, brother. 
But actually, I did. Lo- I just recently lost like 65, 70 pounds. You know, because you, you, you have a you have a tattoo that says three fourteen on your wrist. And at first, I was like, oh, you love the numerical value of pi. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's funny because like I lost, I I weighed three three hundred fourteen pounds. That I was lost, that was the heaviest you ever. That wore. was the heaviest. I well, this is this is great. <laughs> <laughs> With three hundred fourteen pounds, I lost eighty two pounds. Jesus Christ! It was awesome, and then I gained a hundred and twelve. I got up to three forty. So, so your tattoo is so gonna be a cross. I, I had to gonna be yeah. crossed out. And then I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change <laughs> then your it. Your tattoo became a goal. But then I lost. <laughs> then I lost. You know, this weight. So I'm good. I'm like down to about two seventy. You look good. Gonna, thank oh, you. Yeah, you look great. I'm feeling good, but I got to lose about. <clears throat> I got to lose about thirty more pounds. Then to, after that, with voiceover, there's there's it's not no, it's not active. No, you fucking sit down. You have a donut and you get it done. You it's, wait. You're sitting a lot of the time oh waiting for God. your part to yeah. Come. Oh, it's oh. But you know, sweet, yeah. But some of the, a lot of those yeah, scripts, a lot of those scripts are really bender heavy, and I know the exertion that he's got to. You know, it's like flawless because he'll be like he'll be sitting there and he'll be involved in a poker game on iPad. You know, you know, and then look I, up and and then just jump right in. I mean, I, I don't think anyone. <clears throat> I, I I think I think Futurama is like. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I think Bender. By the by the way, I th- do you think Bender is the closest to you of all your characters? You know what? Oh, yeah. Oh boy, a little bit. <laughs> do you steal stuff? No, I don't steal though. Hey, where's I don't my keys? Steal- by the way, oh, sh- here they are. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Fuck. Um, no, you know what? Yeah, it's it's harsh because I'm pretty loud, and Bender's loud. Yeah. That energy is that I share that energy with That's Bender. big energy. That's big energy. Fry is it's not a lot. So energetic. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of stuff. Well, Fry's <clears throat> Fry's got to be the center for everything to. Well, Fry yeah. is like what I I decided. I'm giving all these other parts these really cartoony voices and a skilled impressionist. You know, if I acted up one day and they had me on the ropes and they brought in some, you know, mimic that could do those characters because they're so big and broad. But I said nobody can. Can really sound like someone else's normal voice. Yeah, especially yeah. like when I was twenty-five, because I was whiny, and I always wanted to know why. You know, like why does everything happen to me? <laughs> you know, and I was always like, eh, do we have to? You know, and uh, that was kind of it. You know, greetings from the year three thousand. It still sucks. <laughs> I think Futurama is probably the, <clears throat> the probably the nerdiest, smartest comedy. Yeah. Show until like the the levels of satire of that show. I mean, I know like I think you know South Park is a great show, super broad. It's obviously very smart, but the but I think the I think Futurama is is so fucking like just so nerdy. Yeah. No, it's sick. They have jokes. They have jokes. The the writers will argue for three or four hours about a math joke. Yes, exactly. Oh and my god. They're the smartest. They're literally the smartest writing staff. In Hollywood, they have more. They have more masters and PhDs mm. in math, science, like just MIT, MIT, Harvard. Yale, Harvard, like Stanford. Like these people are some of the smartest the, people I have ever met. Favorite thing I ever saw was the episode of Futurama where they go to the amusement park on the moon. Yes, and then uh, Fry and Leela end up in the Apollo module. And they put a plaque. The animators put a plaque on the on the lem that they're inside. 
that says that this was returned here by the Historical Society for Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> because the lamb, the lamb wouldn't be there. No, because the little, that's so fucking yeah. funny! Yeah. You, would miss, you would miss little stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes when, when people say, do you get to go crazy and do whatever you want? And I said, yeah, after you honor the writer's yeah. intentions. And then they'll say, were you thinking about something? And they say, oh, let me just try something. And I was farting around in between takes, and I was thinking about the Planet Express, and I, I, it reminded me of this business that nobody was ever in. You never see anybody go in there and... Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be a business. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and there was a Chinese restaurant like that near where I lived when I had my first apartment, and there was a sign in the window, and I said, you know what that sign should say? Sorry, we're open. <laughs> and, and then one, yeah. one of the writers heard me talking about that, and they put it on the Planet Express yeah. building. Sorry, we're Sorry, open. Sorry, we're open. That's hilarious. That's great. Amazing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they, they, you know what they they the writing is so good on the show. I just I love maybe it's maybe it's I, I don't know maybe it's a product of just the my comedy influences or my specific generation. But I but I just think math references covered in fart jokes are the <laughs> yeah best no it's 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 something else man the it, best combination of just like. Super high and super low, but like yeah. smashed together. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, one hundred and fifty percent. It's it's amazing because I'm not that I'm not that smart, but I get it. I know how to I know how to throw that ball. If they go, okay, here's this comedy ball. Yeah, it's thrown like this. Can you throw it like? Yeah, I could throw it like that. Sure, absolutely. In fact, I'm going to throw it a different way, and it's still gonna it's still gonna work, like because it's so funny because it's so good. It's it, they're 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 brilliant. They're brilliant. They're fun. The guy who's head of the Patrick Verone, head of the head of the Writers Guild. Yeah, guys, like the head of the Writers Guild is head writer on our show. Holy shit! Yeah, you, you can't. But you got to bring something to the table. We can't be just like you know, just as written guys. You know, you got to put a lot of stuff. Yeah. Into it. But when they say, you know, anything like you got any ideas, and a lot of stuff does get in. Yeah. But the, plus, they're geniuses at these sentences that become memes on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Shut up and take my money. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Shut up and take my money. Or like, or or when Fry is uh, like, why not Zoidberg? <laughs> I saw on Reddit the other day someone made a um, someone made the Zoidberg out of like parentheses and semicolons and V's for his for his little clause and said this is this is the most secure password you will ever have if you build. If you build a Zoidberg out of characters, then it'll be the most secure password you ever have. Uh, That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh Isn't there a limit on how many things you can have as a password? It's not it's it's not that many characters. It's like maybe, you know, I, I think it's maybe twelve or fifteen characters, but you can build a Zoidberg with like parentheses and a couple capital V's and uh and then some semicolons and a couple of peer- commas and all i can say is god bless the people who have the time to figure this out <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think in the marketing of futurama too they're smart because they they look at those memes and they look at reddit and then they use they play off a lot of that to market the show cuz yeah. they know you know they know who the audience is and i i just i think it's i think it's so brilliant they love again with those sentences and the and the memes and the words um one of them was uh, zap Renigan went in to see Nixon. Mm-hmm. He's like, Mr. President, what the hell? 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh God. But you know, and you know what? It's listen. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna blow a little smoke up Billy's ass right no, now. No, come on. No, because he's great to work with. He's he's an inspiration. He's a he's a he's a he's the man. He's the man. He's you know he's the he's he's Billy West. There's I mean there's nobody like him. Yeah. See, that's all right. All right. Easy. Easy. Um. But like listening to him do the voices that he does on the show, and he does so many of them. I mean, you come up with like Zoidberg's my favorite, but like second, like Nixon. Nixon is genius. Your Nixon is is so brilliant. Well, and it's just so funny because it's just like, silliness. Yeah, it, but but Matt Groening wanted to make fun of Nixon because he hates. Well, that bastard drafted me. I'm like, I, yeah. I don't mind telling That's, you. Yeah, you know? 1970. So, yeah. Haru, you're going in the army. Haru. <laughs> Haru. I mean, it's just so great. Like, my Nixon is his Nixon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all I have to do is go, Haru. Haru. You know why. He looks like, yeah, the 10 o'clock shadow that he has after shaving at nine. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like I remember Nixon and Kennedy debating on TV. It was the first. Well, I think it was the first, yeah, it was first, the first televised presidential debate. debate televised, and Kennedy looked like a game show host. You know, he had this perfect teeth, and he and he had like buttered toast hair, and he just gleamed. You know, and then Nixon looked—he was sweating. He looked like a guy in withdrawal, you know, from morphine, <laughs> and he's getting five o'clock shadow. Like in, in, it was happening in within thirty seconds, <laughs> and I looked at him, and I was all excited, but I went, "Ma, look at him." He looks like he's going to turn into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so when they said you want to do Nixon. <laughs> but then there's also the, <laughs> the, Anthony, but the Anthony Hopkins Nixon, too, is thrown in there a little bit. Oh, oh, you know how he, when I watched that movie, when Anthony Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins is a good mimic. Yeah. He does like multiple voices. I've heard them. But when he did Nixon, there's like there's Welsh in there or something. Muscles Nixon is funny. I love it. I love it. Billy West. Billy West. Billy hey, West, how Billy. did you how did you lose eighty some pounds, by the way? Seventy seventy seventy. Close to seventy. Um <laughs> diet. Just diet. diet, diet, and then exercise. Specific diet? Did you do a specific diet? Um, or you just uh, ate went, less calories? Uh, or um, I went to see a um, I went to see a, a uh, what dietitian slash nutritionist, um, Susan Dopart. I'll plug her. She's yep. in Santa Monica. She's a she's got a great book out, and she just set me straight. She's like, you got to eat the you know you got to eat the right the right fats like you know the fish oils and stuff like that, and you yep. got to eliminate these particular carbs and this and that and the other thing and basically i i was i just changed my my the way i ate and then i just got all this energy you know i lost weight and i got more energy and then it was just like all right i got to do something with this energy and i just you hit the gym you go to the gym you just you know mm -hmm. get your put your put your iphone on and <clears throat> listen to your music and just cruise and do 30 minutes on the on a tread and on a uh, elliptical machine and what are you doing for speed? To build it up build it up build it up hmm? what are you doing for speed on that <clears throat> i don't know it's you know it, when i do it it's you know i go just go for like 45 minutes but now i have a trainer and it's just like it's all right i got get my get my tries back those brother. guns got some guns right here man yeah, how are those lats hanging out there hey brother listen let me tell you something what are you gonna do brother <laughs> the 24 inch pythons surround you <laughs> um now i can do my hulk home <laughs> 
<laughs> my, my pecs are like soft serve ice cream. Oh, delicious. <laughs> yeah. My, my girlfriend's like, you know, whenever I start eating bread, she's just Chris. like, fucking don't feed the man boobs. Don't <laughs> feed the man boobs. You know what just, they call that? Hey, you want, you want some of this coochie? You better ease up on the bread, motherfucker. Why are you fucking Tracy Morgan? Huh? Hey, no, that's not that shit. That's not Tracy. That's not, hey, that's not Tracy. No. Hi, this is Barry White. And Paul Quinn College, cordially invited <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, May 8th, 9th, and 10th for the first, for the first fucking thing. Uh, that's on me. We got, we'll, we'll roll it again. Trying to cut a fucking spot, Tony. Barry, Barry we'll, we'll Hi, roll it again. this is Barry White and Paul Quinn College, cordially, shit, cordially invited your ass it's to okay, come on down. Okay. Hi, this is Barry White and Paul Quinn College, cordially invite you this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 8th, 9th, and 10th. For a beautiful weekend in Waco, Texas. But, Would you damn, like a guy, boil maker? This guy fucked these words all up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that? You yeah, ever heard of those? course. That's fucking great. That's so I dead on it. perfect. I love it. It's sublime, you know. Just ah, this is Barry White I... and Paul. Shit. When he says shit, it's just like it comes from like just oh my god, the walrus is just pissed. <laughs> the walrus of love is just not fucking having it. Sometimes in a man's life, shit, shit, it's okay. It's okay. You want some water or a boiler maker or something? It's kind of like Pacino. Yeah, it is. It is. It almost is. But is it? Shit! I'm trying to cut a fucking spot, Tony. Jesus, Lord have mercy! I gotta get this done. Hi, this is Barry White and Paul Quinn. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there someone that you haven't been able to massage into a character yet that you still want to? Both of you? I don't yeah. know about yeah. that. Who? <clears throat> there is. I, I wish I could have a. A character based on Jackie Martling, but I would just get Jackie Martling. Yeah, we just get Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> just, it would just be the Jackie puppet. Yeah, yeah. I mean uh, he's not dead yet. He's a hundred years old. <laughs> that, that's no, uh... he's not much older. He's not much older than me, though. I was thinking about that. We had, we had so much fun, Jackie, back in New York. Oh God, I used to listen classic. to you. I listen, listen to you and listen to Stern. I listened to Stern in high school for crying out loud. <laughs> WNBC. Forget it. All right, Gary, bring in the booger eater. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean he's okay, not Wolf. here? I got a spit drinker. Uh, oh God. <laughs> All right, bring in the bring in the uh... bring in the queefer. <laughs> Why do you think? Uh... So that's really coming from where I think it's coming from. Amazing. Why do you think? Uh, <laughs> why do you think Stern was able to completely revolutionize? Because the the bummer part is you hear like after Stern got popular. Because I, I I remember doing like radio interviews. You saw this whole trend of like, hey, all I have to be is I just have to say the word hooker on my radio show, and I'm just like Howard Stern. Yeah. And obviously, and and no one else, no one else could replicate. Many it. men tried. What, many men died. What was it? Fifty what, holes in the ground. <laughs> What was it you think about about Howard in particular that just was so uh, that just worked so well? Because he could say something that was just like, "Oh my God, who on earth would ever imagine somebody would say something like that?" And I think I would, but I don't have the balls. Yeah, you know, not on radio. And uh, so he would do something, and then there would be some addendum, comedic addendum, or throughout it that totally just 
blew it away like like fog. You know what I mean? It was like it would make it okay yeah. because there was this pay this comedic payoff that was brilliant, and you forgot the the vitriol or the poison of the remark because you'd got this great take on it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. God, I was just talking to somebody about Marge Shot with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Your Marge Shot was just oh god the the Marge Shot. <laughs> we all know it. Admit it. See now, this is the as thing. As long as my shirts are pressed <laughs> and my soup is ready. You, you know, we were talking about like you Colors. know, like a bad impression yeah. is still a great. <laughs> that March shot wasn't even an, a fucking impression of March shot. It was it was an impression of like a racist, like Boston. fucking Boston well, it's a woman. It's a characterization. And, yeah, but it was oh god. Yeah, they would be oh, like there were women God. that used to go down and protest, you know, because oh. black black people wanted to swim at City Point Beach, and this is in Southie, the mythical Fucking, kingdom of Southie. Yes, yes, you Fucking don't want nothing to eat, do you? Yeah, I There's only enough for us. <laughs> oh Jesus! No, but it was like these women would Fucking go down there, Boston. get off our beach. <laughs> Oh, my oh God. this used to be heaven, not one colored person. And now they're taking over everything. <laughs> the worst, just the whiniest, yeah, worst, just people. the worst people in the world. Oh, but it's just, it's you know what it is? It's fear and loathing and, and uh, all that kind of good stuff. You know, it's like ignorance. Uh, yeah. And we're pointing up the grotesqueness of uh, the ignorance of Mrs. Marge Schott. Yeah. That's all you How did you do. become uh, so sex successful in business, uh, Mrs. Schott? We outsmarted the Jew. <laughs> oh my God! I'm jamming, you know. Oh my God! Just I got a swastika on my comforter on those cold, cold nights. You ever get those? <laughs> I've been dreaming about Marge shot. Oh my god, that's fucking genius. But the thing is, is that the it's N such word, a fucking oh my god. The N word is is like useless because it, there's, you know, I mean, people used to use it, and black comedians used it, and then some of the Lenny Bruce might say it as like the hypocrisy of society. How, mm -hmm. um, you know, he could say. All these other things that were the racist descriptions of, of other people. And, but if you use that word, it took away its power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a word suddenly becomes really powerful. But, but nobody enjoys it. Nobody wants to hear it. It's just like high-button shoes. What was that, 200 years ago? Yeah. 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 300 years ago? It's yeah. like snuff, you know? <laughs> snuff. What do you got to say the N-word for? Nobody even says snuff, and that was 300 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Says snuff. I'm going to give me a pussy book. <laughs> now, see, this guy was a guy that was outside the 7-Eleven. That's right. Where Billy, would, near, where Billy worked in Boston. Yep. And Billy would say, hey, man, how you doing this morning? What are you up to? Well... I went inside and got a pussy book. <laughs> I got a slavery and, and a newspaper because I read my horoscope, you see. Yeah, I, yeah really? What yeah, because, well, I read my wife's horoscope so I can find out what kind of a day I'm going to have. <laughs> and I got a slurpee, and if the slurpee is cold and the pussy book is hot, <laughs> together they form weather. <laughs> 
Oh, that's like Hurricane Debbie. <laughs> oh, my God. And they make such a big deal out of it. Storm of the century. Yes. How do they know? It's only 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Thus far. Oh, That's a God. good forecaster. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Hurricane Debbie. So, I know. Hi. Uh, uh, Hurricane's Anonymous. Hi, I'm Debbie. I have 85 mile an hour winds. Let me kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a fucking hi, Debbie. asshole. Hi, Grateful Hi. to be here. Well, Debbie, I think what we want to learn is that just because you have 85 mile an hour winds doesn't mean you have to use them. Listen, well, I'm gonna totally Debbie, fucking, I'm gonna fuck up your beach. I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut you off there, Debbie. You need to look into your eye where it's calm. I'm gonna dot your eye with a heart. <laughs> you need to you need to become you need to become your eye, Debbie. You know that moment? You need to become your eye. Oh my god, you're right. I couldn't give I'm gonna up. go out to sea and dissipate. I couldn't give up the warm water. It turns me into a monster. <laughs> hey, uh, Science! I, hey, who here has struggled with addiction and knows this drill pretty yay, well? Anyone? What do you think that is? What do you think that is? Do you think it's? Do you think performers? Uh, do you think it's? It, there's just some connection between. We're just so emotionally, we're like emotional sponges and we're so all over the place and we're so sensitive and that it's yes. just a lot of like but having to quell that. I think you yeah. medicate, you start medicating yourself, which I did. I was just a drunken, cross addicted, you know, cocaine, you name it, everything for a long time. And I've been sober about 27 years, but I thought long and hard about it. And I thought, well, your, your brain never shuts off. I think with creative people, it's like you, you pound it and go, no, now's not the time. Let me go to sleep, you know? It's three yeah. in the morning. And and I remember dousing so my brain would shut off. Yeah. Plus mm. it was, you know, the drug of Irish poets, too. <laughs> right. You know, my, my yeah. what was it? My uncle, after a funeral, you know, we go in the pantry, you know, everybody gathers at the house for a meet, uh, dinner and stuff, and he's in the pantry, and he pours a drink, and he puts it down in front of me. Meet the devil. <laughs> meet the devil? Meet the devil. It's better you know him now because you're going to meet him later on down the road. Oh, shit. And he was right. That's heavy. Son of a bitch. He was right. That's heavy as shit. My, <clears throat> my uncles used to sleep in the doorway of where they worked after the bars closed to make sure they could get to work. Oh, my God. That's right. And I'd do it again. Oh, man. Fuck. Yeah. That's. I think there's <clears throat> when you're young too. There's this romantic idea of yeah. you know, like oh, the lovable drunk guy is always having fun. Oh, man, and then, I was that guy for a long time. And I, I realized as I got as I got into. I, I mean, I quit when I was 30, 31. I, 31, and uh, uh, and I think it. Uh, you know, it's fine when you're in your twenty. You know, it's fun when you're a teenager. Fine when you're in your twenties. And you start getting into your 30s, and it's like, all right. I'm pickled. Then your the 40s, and yeah. it's like, oh, that's a bummer. And then by 50s, then and all of a sudden, you're just like, Arr. No, by then, there's not enough alcohol in your whole town that yeah. you lived in to keep you happy. It's it's uh, progressive. I haven't stopped drinking, but I've definitely turned a corner. Yeah. Definitely and turned a corner. And ran into a car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, yeah. you know that kid? Did you see that video of the kid that got hit by a bus right in the middle yes. of the town? You know, what? He's, he's he just for some reason darts out and tries to go across the street to meet the other uh, group, the revelers, like sort of party. Thing. And this yeah. bus just boom, and he goes flying like a special effect, and he was okay. Whoa! Really? So that's when he found out he was invincible. Yes, and now he's a superhero. Yes. I always have that weird. I have this one weird anxiety, and I always thought it was. I guess like most anxieties, you think it's specific to you, and then someone else says it, and then you're like, what, you too? Like, my dad once said, uh, I don't like going up on tall buildings, 
because what if I jump? And I'm like, I totally understand what you mean. I totally understand what you mean. Like, yes. what if some little signal just goes around my better judgment and I just go, wee, <laughs> and then just jump off? Like, what did I do? I wonder what this will feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a, there's a stupid joke that would Not only make sense. good. <laughs> there's a stupid joke that would only make sense right now if I tell it. It's okay. like this guy goes to Las Vegas and he starts gambling. He's winning stacks of money after the other. And they're watching him and he's not cheating. He's just so friggin' lucky. So then he gets done. He's got his whole pile of money and the most beautiful woman in the casino walks up to him. You know, and she's like, she's like, you know, Asian, Indian, you know, very exotic. And she comes over and says, I want you to come up to my room because you have this vibe about you that is just making me wet and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and, uh, you know, it was like he he was wishing for things, you know. I guess how he got so lucky is he found a genie. I'm telling this yeah. backwards. And the genie said, I'll give you three wishes. So he got the most beautiful girl in the world. He won all this money. And then I don't know what came over me. But for some reason, I wished my head was a giant orange. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. You know, what if your brain, what if you just, you had a, this, what if you had this wish, you know, and it's, it's like, I could have anything. I wish I mean, my head was, was a orange. giant orange. No! <laughs> it's it's uh, it's Ray Stans from Ghostbusters. I couldn't help it. It just popped in there. Oh, God. The Stay right. Puff Marshmallow Stay Man. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yep. Flamp, flamp. You just couldn't help it. Yeah, that's that, that weird anxiety. <laughs> I Why, guess, do you get at the top of a building and you feel like that? I have moments sometimes of, uh, like, what if I couldn't stop myself from just leaping over the side? What if I just did that? Do you, yeah. do, do you, do you, and it's not a suicidal. <laughs> not at it's all. It's not at all. It's not I a suicidal thing. It's just, yeah, but it's, it's just, just what like, if I, what would happen if I did this? Yeah, what, if, what can, if I can't stop myself from doing this yeah. horrible thing? Can we get some remote <clears throat> microphones and go up on the roof yeah. and, yeah. Watch you, and watch you do a <laughs> test run? I always, whenever I see a cop's gun, I always think, what if I just take it? And just yeah. shoot there you, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not, like, not, not everyone, but everything. Yeah, not like you're going to. Yeah, just like the thoughts there. What if you did that? Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, I, that's. I wouldn't want to own a gun, right? Because you know what I mean. Shot yourself Fucking, in the face yeah, with it. I'm, yeah, exactly. Like, because how many no, times it sits in your drawer? It sits in your drawer, even if the drawer is closed and there's underwear <laughs> over it. It still goes. Use me, use me, <laughs> yeah. use me. It's and like something. <laughs> Shoot something. Because that thing that we have is little. Something. That thing your that we wife. have is little kids. <laughs> you know the thing that we have is little kids where you like where you might slam your finger in a drawer and then someone goes what. You do that, and you go. I don't know. Yeah. Like you just, you just, you just did it. Your your brain, your brain just says, "Oh, body, do no matter." Uh -oh. You get a fart. <laughs> oh no, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. Okay, during the kung fu craze. <laughs> no, the kung fu craze. I think uh, it was like I was in school and and I tried to karate chop a wall just cause because it can be done. When was the kung fu craze, by the way? Was this in the Six, Ming Dynasty? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> At the peak of high karate. Malakan uh, Plick. It was the beginning of the kung fu craze. We invent a new way to fight a Malakan Plick. <laughs> kung fu treachery! <laughs> so in the kung fu fray, you hit a wall with yeah, your hand. Yeah, and I went, why did I just do that? Because <laughs> it was too killing me. Yeah. You know how you're like too proud to, to utter mm -hmm. screams and mm. pain and mm -hmm. register pain? Mm. Oh, that was. Oh, that was not the smartest thing to do. We did that. At, we had that at a show, a live show that we were doing once. There was this really huge guy who was a bouncer, like he was guarding the backstage, and he was uh, he won like the regional strongman competition. And for some reason, I was like, I I I, I want to see if I can pick that guy up. And then I I tried to pick him up. I got like an inch off the ground, 
And then my back hurt a lot. And then I was like, why would I just ruin myself for three days for no reason at all? There was zero payoff. I vaguely that, remember that. That must have been You were hammered. There's that no, was there's no he was hammered. There's no decision-making process when you're hammered. I mean, you don't even question why you did something. I was up in Vermont years ago. I used to play in a band. Yeah. Many bands, but I was a musician. And we were up there, and it's pitch black. You know, only the stars light up the road. But we played this club, and we're, we're smashed and drinking Ouzo and Anazette. Oh, Christ. Anazette. Oh. And what's the other stuff? Sambuca. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Licorice water. <laughs> oh. oh, puke. Oh. <laughs> so um, we're driving along, and all of a sudden there's this yellow Volkswagen behind us, and it's got Vermont plates on Ours was Massachusetts, so this guy's, like, bugging us. He's trying to pick a fight with us, probably because we're from Massachusetts, I guess. But we're all smashing. He's, like, trying to run us off the road, and then... Uh, he slows down up there, and then we pull up fast on him, and he screws, and then he gets behind us. And so so finally, I said, you know what? He just parked. Pull over. Pull over. Pull over. Pull over. Oh. You know, and I jump out, and I go over to the Volkswagen, and, and the back window, or whatever window is there, oh, yeah, rolls yeah. down. And I didn't even look to see who was in there. I just took my fist and started hitting everything inside. <laughs> And and uh, all of a sudden, I pull my hand out, and the door opens, and these guys, these big, giant Vermont guys, keep getting up out of the car <laughs> and, and getting up and getting up. And I said, oh, well, so what, you know? So they, they were like, you know, you won't fuck around. You're from Massachusetts, huh? I said, yeah, well, what the fuck? You know, in Massachusetts, what's the, what's the problem? What are we at, war? You know, I just didn't hear it. And uh, then they hopped back in their Volkswagen, and I... Before they took off, I went over and I and I forgot that I had tried to punch everybody the first time, so I tried to do it again. <laughs> and they let you go? No, they clamped my arm and they took off up the road <laughs> at forty miles an hour. Oh shit! And the only thing that saved my ass from becoming like you know meatloaf uh, dog food is uh, the comb. You know, like oh, I had a big yeah. comb in my pocket. You know. Oh. And, and it was melting, but they let me go. So then they took off. I get back in the truck. Let's go get him. We gotta get him now. You know, because they, they took me up the road. You see what happened to me? My they ruined my comb. My pants and my comb. Where am I gonna find another comb in yeah, the comfort era? Life. <laughs> yeah, right. You get the voice, too. <laughs> Chase them down. <laughs> Truly, they are the fiercest of the warriors of Vermont. The Kung Fu era. <laughs> yeah. Shit. So, no, but this was the hillbilly era. And, and so we pull into this freight yard, the two cars, our van and their yellow thing, and it's moonlight and it's creepy. It's like. Brown and white. Do you ever have like a brown and white dream? They're like drug dreams. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's in this courtyard. Sepia tone. Old truck. Yeah, sepia tone. And then there was this. I'm dreaming uh, an Instagram. There was a, a railroad track that went to nowhere, and these guys pull over, like, okay, if you're going to do something, come on, do something. So I get out, and these guys get out of there, and, and I went, you know. I'd like to punch you right in the face for doing what you did. And I would never let up. I kept forgetting that I already had the fight with him. Madam Booze. Madam Booze. Did you fight with him? B-O-O. No, he came over and he put his arms and he started crushing me like a python. You know, like a a boa constrictor yeah. and I could hear like little cartilage like that time I hugged you yeah you, yeah you practically <laughs> broke my ribs I know it was bad I was like He's John like, no you don't understand I was like hey man it's great to see you <laughs> oh, 
oh, and I went, you know, and I, I felt <clears throat> bad because I love him so much. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, this was this big display of affection. I said, man, that's real love, you know. We, we, we're so lucky that we got each other to work Now, if you with. could reinflate my lung, <laughs> yeah. this would be a really I great friendship. A, a stent. <laughs> so, uh, well, anyway, this guy starts, and I go, I, I wasn't trying to save my life. I just was trying to reason. I said, look, we're from Massachusetts. Yeah, that's true, but, but we only... We only came up here to just play at a rock and roll club, okay? That's it. And he goes, you guys play music? And all of a sudden, he lets me go. He goes, damn, what kind of music you play? And he was all suddenly my friend. Oh, did you guys play a concert for him right there? No, no. <laughs> We're going to take requests. No, no, no. He, um... Mother, please don't kill me, tour. Yeah, this is your one stop for this sort of thing, hillbillies. And a one, and a two. Get the fucking instrument. Yeah. Come on, we're your home for that kind of thing. Set up the drum set. Let's go. No amps. But the guy um, no was giving amps. us beer. You guys like, what do you like? You like pot? You know. Wow. They were just the most normal guys in the world, but I think they forgot that we were from Massachusetts because they were also drinking. So <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah, those days are gone. What? Gone. <laughs> those guys yeah. are probably all dead. Those guys are anyway, gone. What, uh, so what's coming up for you guys? That uh, Anything you can talk about? I got to plug this big thing that I'm doing. I'm executive producing a film. <gasps> we're doing a documentary. <gasps> Billy's in it. Um, a lot of people are wow. in it. It's called I Know That Voice. Yep. And uh, if your readers would be so kind as to go to um, YouTube and look up, I know that voice. Um, we got a trailer on, on YouTube right now, and it's got 575,000 hits. And I'd love to see it go over a million. So all I'll you, take all care you, of that. You guys have been doing some amazing because you, your your Star Wars reading too was huge. Oh, uh, that's that was that's blown up. That's almost at a million. We didn't even know that that was going to happen no, until how wrong we did it. Was I? Yeah, right. I thought the bit was going nowhere. I said, "Look, John, I'm not reading a fucking three." Yeah, I was like, "Dude, I'm with time. you. I'm with you." And all then, of a sudden, and all of a sudden, no, the impressions were starting to get yeah. recycled, and it's like Princess Leia says, hey, "Yeah, Leo, what's up, Doc?" But yeah, yeah. that thing blew up. But I, anyway, I kept saying, I, this I, bit a bit is supposed to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. You know, I said, yeah. this is going nowhere. That it went somewhere because people freaked oh. out. They love it. What but, was it but, about it? You know what? It's because they see people doing the voices. And that's one of the things about this movie that but the I'm voices doing. are good, though. The voices are good, but, you know. It was, but the guy, but, they, we had designated parts, and the guy said, okay, as um, as the Robble Wobble dog yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from uh, something, you read, uh, you know. This character, this way. And this it just works. It and just mine, works. And Bugs Bunny will, you know, and I was like. How about no? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can I can I just do whatever I want? You know, because yeah. I figure you know you you lose everything if you you're being co opted for comedy. And right. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but it worked. So I started doing Tony Soprano as one of the Star Wars characters, and I dropped the f bomb about fourteen times, <laughs> and 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 all of a sudden I see these little kids looking at me, you know, and they were smiling, and I went, oh. Oh, I wish I was dead. Which <laughs> kids, you don't understand. It's cold out here alone. <laughs> which, which part? Which part did you do as uh, Gandalf? I forget. You it was somebody, and it. it was some, it was like I don't know. It was somebody in 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 what in the bar scene or something oh, like yeah. that. Or I, I, can't I was remember. just trying to go to him into I, doing uh, it. <laughs> I have to actually, literally, I have to go do video right now. Oh, you have to go do video. Yeah, I have All to right. do video in ten minutes. You go, Matt Meyer. We're wrapping what is, up. What here does that anyway. stand for? 
but uh, vaudeville overacting. Oh, oh, vaudeville overacting. Vaudeville overacting. No, but check it out though. But seriously, go to. Uh, we're gonna. I know that voice. It should be done. We should be. We should be ready to distribute. And thank you. We should be ready to distribute in January. But hopefully, we'll have an edit for. Uh, we'll see if we can get into the big. The big, you know, film festivals and see what we can do. Well, it's great. I think people love watching because the thing that voiceover actors have is, uh, you know, guys like you and, you know, Jeff Bennett and yeah. D. Bradley Baker oh, yeah, and Rob yeah. Paulson. And they're and all Maurice in it. I just, I just did his podcast yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Talking Tunes. Yeah. Talking Tunes. But those guys are in it. Yeah. But they're oh, all you guys, in can it. I Everybody's ask you a in it. Yeah. Yeah. Your producer. Yeah. I, I think he took like. Great, great pains to to track down everybody that you could. Yeah, he did. It's amazing. So how many are in it? Oh, everybody's in it. Everybody's uh, in it. Everybody's in it. I mean, we even have uh, you know Mel Blanc's son Noel. Noel's in it. Yeah. We just got we just got access to a to a guy. I'm working on um out there, new show. It's gonna be in January on IFC following Portlandia. It's a new cartoon. Nice. Just started working on it, so that's gonna that's gonna be pretty cool. But I was talking to one of the executives. And I and I talked told him about the movie and he was like I did it I did when I was 14 years old I did an interview with Mel Blanc mm. and I have the footage and I'm like uh, uh, oh my god so we're gonna get access to it I mean all these little things these wonderful you know kismet you know has just started to have people been calling and want to be involved and so it's just great but just yeah all you listeners uh, I know that voice. On YouTube, check I think it out. I, what I love about voiceover and like our and like our Facebook page, I know that voice. Voiceover actors, you guys, uh, and I've danced with it a little bit, but I I wouldn't, you know. Anyway, but you guys manage to take a character and then boil it down to its most essential working parts, and it's mm. it's such a. I think it's, I think it's. M- I, I get a lot of shit for this. I think it's more of a skill in some senses than like dramatic acting because you have to. You, you only you have are to using channel, your voice. You have to channel all the physical things that you that into you don't a oh, into, sound. into a sound into your voice. You have to channel all of your instincts into into that voice so that so that when the person that's drawing your character when they when they have that character design. When they're making that character act, they know exactly what to do physically when they draw it to try and to 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 match the voice to to the drawing. And it's it's this very special and sophisticated approach. And it's and just, just the techniques is it's just I don't know, man. I just love I just love the job. You hit on something. Uh, John is a master at like when Bender doesn't have any particular dialogue, but he's got to make an utterance, like if he gets shocked, but he's angry. I mean, that's a weird combination of being like scared and angry at the same time. That's spoiling it down. It's like, Come on! No one's ever gonna pay you to do that. <laughs> no, but I mean exactly. that's but that's conveying like anger and fear and and all this stuff with no words. And um, Gilbert Gottfried used to boil down his impressions to a noise. Like he loved to do David Brenner, that seventies comedian. Yeah, guy. of course. And he, and he said, "I was goose hunting the other day, and a flock of David Brenners flies by." And he's going. <laughs> and that's boiling it down yeah, to its that, bare that, bones. That's it. That's it. I love it. That's 
I love I, I love that approach to joke writing where it's like, how do I squeeze this one syllable impersonation into? Oh, it could be a flock of David Brenners. Mm-hmm. Done. I have one. Gilbert I, does that. Yeah. I, I have genius. a John Ritter impersonation, but I can only say a one John word. Ritter I know which word it is. What? Oh, you go ahead. Chrissy. I knew you were gonna say that. That's it. That's it. That's really funny. The one John Ritter. I do. I do I Larry Hagman. You do. I do Larry Hagman, but it's only it's only one word too. What? Genie. 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 Yeah, not surprised. Genie. After, after the Dallas reboot, why they're not re rebooting? That's I it. dream of Genie. No. <laughs> Done. Everyone's eighty. That's it. Yeah. Genie. Uh, give me. I, I wish for. I wish for my youth back. Genie. Hey, Genie. You know, you know Jack Benny was so. Um, Notorious for being cheap, but he wasn't like that in real life. But the old radio shows, remember the character actor Sheldon Leonard? Yeah, yeah. Sheldon Leonard, you know he was yeah, Linus yeah, yeah, the yeah. Lionheart. Yeah, yeah. So he was in the radio um, troupe with Jack Benny. He was one of the players, and he plays a robber. And he goes, "All right, Mister Benny, your money or your life." Yikes! A robber. You know, and, and, and then he goes, and then all of a sudden there's no nothing for like, oh, a good 15 seconds. And you hear the audience going, <clears throat> and waiting. And all of a sudden he goes, you heard me. What's it going to be? Your money or your life? And Jack Benny goes, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, just a couple of words, you know, it's that yeah. no, I'm doesn't. When Fry was drinking slurm. No, I'm doesn't. Yeah. I heard, I heard, uh, you know, beer makes you stupid. No, I'm doesn't. <laughs> I, I said to the guys, I said, you're probably there. I said, David, are you? Yeah, he, sure? yeah, he's like, no, I'm doesn't. Shouldn't, shouldn't I say no, I'm not. Don't no. Do you think those people? Please don't get, read it as written. Those, those, those people don't get to decide what their a couple words are, sounds are, do they? That's other people glom onto that. Do you? If what what would you have? A I word? was stupid. I mean, I was exactly like Fry, and that's why it sounded so realistic, because I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> I didn't get it. I hate to admit this, but I didn't get no, it until I saw it on TV, and I was like, ah! Yeah, sometimes when you don't get the joke and you just do, you just read it as is, that's even funnier than getting the joke and reading it. I think you're right. Because you're just, you're just in the dark, and the joke's on you until you realize what the joke is, and then you're like, wow, that... That joke is the writers fucking a, deep. They must have a lot of jokes about us. <laughs> oh, God. Right. So not to... Uh, <laughs> not Billy wants to talk to you. Have you got three days? <laughs> <laughs> not that I. Not that I think you. Uh, not that I think you guys are puppets. I know people actually ask you to do this a lot. Mm. But can we just wrap up the show? I just want to hear. Why? Where are you going? I have to host <laughs> Attack of the Show. Yeah, he's got to go do his stuff. Man. I have to go. Host he's a got a day show. job, brother. This is not the host of television. Yeah, he's got to go host. He's got to be on. He's got to be on air. He's got to put. He's got to mm. put makeup on. Come on, first. Put on first. my makeup. <laughs> Give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. <laughs> me, 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 me. One singular sensation. Every little move. Uh, right, it's so fun playing with you guys, but I have to go be on camera. Is there a sort of back and forth uh, montage of just, can we just, could you just do a quick flurry of voices that you like back and forth? Um... What do you like? Independently. No, Indep talk, talking to each other. Talk or no? well, you want to create, you were trying to co-op comedy. Oh, yeah, well, you hate you're that. Co you're I hate that too, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you my, my favorite, my favorite uh, line is Bender. Okay. Um, uh, he's walking up the side of the building with, uh, with, um, with Fry and you're walking past, walking past the room. He's like, 
Ah, get a room, you two. Well, we're in a room. <laughs> Would I lose some weight? <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite lines of all time is fucking Bender. I love that line. Uh, oh, they had one line for uh, Zap. She, uh, she, uh, oh, I know. It was his love advice to Fry. And he's like, Fry, the way to a woman's bed is through her parents. Sleep with them and you're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. We're well, trying to remember lines from the show. Oh, that's and I, should, I should just be sitting here. I should be running this thing. And where are you going again? You never explained it to me. <laughs> <laughs> little Hilly Burford. Remember Hilly little, Burford. Hilly Burford. You're Harry Carey. Am I Harry Carey? Hey, wow. Hey, okay. Hi, Hilly Burford here. Hilly Burford's gonna do some fun stuff for you. Hey, how about that? <laughs> Chris I we, we'd, I think in, in an episode, I think it, I think there was an episode of Barnyard that I wrote it was between you and Maria Bamford having this back and forth, where you say, uh, "Hey, the mom's gonna make some blueberry chili," and then she goes, "You're a blueberry chili," and then you, and then Hilly Burford's characters looked at the producer and he goes, "See, this is what I'm talking about. She's not even saying words. <laughs> oh, that's She's not even saying words. I can't understand. So we've done. Why am I characters? gonna have blueberry chili? That sounds gross. I never, I never do anybody who made chili with blueberries. Is that sweet? Does that even go with meat? Blueberries and meat. I'm gonna throw up in my mouth now. John, it's two hey, fifteen. Two fifteen in the morning, John. Everybody left. <laughs> hey, where'd everybody go? I thought I was in here doing some funny things. <sighs> no, you gotta go do Attack of the Show. I gotta go do. You gotta go handle it. You listen. I just I, thank you for having us. Oh my yeah, god, I thank love you, having Chris. you guys. Thank on. you, man. Really, thank you so thank much. I, you're welcome anytime. And I, I'm on Twitter at the John DiMaggio because you are the Twitter master, for Christ's sake. That's uh, right, you no. are. I, I just want some of your people's. So what I can am I plug doing? I don't know. Oh, I, I, you can catch my act tonight at uh, Winchell's Donuts at <laughs> 3 a.m. Yum, yum. Conk Robin. Those aren't the fresh ones. I want the fresh ones. <laughs> no, no, I used to go in the donut stores, smash, and think that I could eat every donut there was that existed. Uh, Give me everything. Bear what? claw. And, I have, Bear claw. and then I go to my, my Conk friend. Robin. <laughs> he was just as drunk as I was. And I said, uh, what time is it? And he goes, two. I go, o'clock? <laughs> on, on that note. Oh, enjoy man. your burrito, everyone. Delicious. High five, everybody. High five, everybody. Ow. High five. Ow. Enjoy, enjoy your burrito. Hey, enjoy that burrito. Hey, does that have sausage? <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by Bing. Only Bing now integrates information from your friends on Facebook and experts on Twitter so you can tap into their knowledge and opinions and spend less time searching and more time doing. Now, search go social. Check it out at Bing.com. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, 
take risks and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.